You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey guys, welcome to this very special episode of Talking Trucks, and I do mean special because Andre, what truck do we have our hands on? Well, I was only say grubby hands. <laughs> well, it's only the most popular vehicle sold in America, and the next generation of that vehicle, the Daihatsu Charade. No, it's not a Daihatsu Charade. It's a Ford F-150 2021. Cool. Uh, <laughs> and coming up, we're going to talk about not just what we think about it. Uh, and not just how it drives, but how it tows. Because Andre, you just got back from doing a towing video. So you actually towed with it. We got the first tow, first person update coming up right now. Thank you for joining TFL Talking Trucks podcast. If you love pickup trucks or big full-size SUVs, if you love trailering, towing, and going off-road, this is the right place to be. Together, we can make this podcast the most popular ever. But Roman, this is also a double special episode. Okay, why? Well, because it's sponsored. Oh, we got a sponsored episode? Someone's yes. paying us money to chat and yes. gab? Oh my God, yes. who, who's, who's sponsoring it? This is a TFL Insider episode because our Insider series brings you, you know, up close and personal and real world uh, reviews of trucks and cars. And Five Star Tuning is sponsoring this episode. Well, thank Be you, Five Star Tuning. Yes, because it's an F-150 and they tune F-150s. So in the next, what, couple of weeks, we're going to be doing all kinds of videos with the F-150. We already did kind of a gizmos and gadgets, which yes. Tommy did. Uh, Andre just got done doing an MPG loop. We're also going to iKit, of course. Yes. Uh, and we're going to drag race it. And all that is coming to you by our friends, sponsored by our friends at Five Star. So thank you, Five Star. We really appreciate the fact that you're helping us produce these videos because let's face it, it takes money and sponsorships to work as hard as we're working. Yes, <laughs> it does. And then uh, the other thing that you might be wondering about now is why do we have an F-150? Because as you know, last time we left this, uh, this well, I was gonna say saga, but it's more of a drama, right? <laughs> With Ford is they kind of put us on their blacklist yeah. uh, and didn't invite us to the launch of the F-150, didn't invite us to the first drive of the F-150 or the Mach-E, which is happening now. Or a Bronco. Or the Bronco. So how yeah. did Ford send us an F-150? So apparently our relationship is improving. Okay. It's, it's on the up and up. And uh, they basically emailed us and, call, and called and said, uh, we know that the events have happened yeah. on the F-150, but we want you to be the first in Colorado to have the truck. And they sent us this limited edition, which is the top of the line. It's a hybrid. It's got every feature. I, I think almost every option other than the tonneau cover, I think, um, basically on this. And it's 
quite interesting truck because it's a hybrid uh, and it's also very expensive. Yeah, so it's kind of like that uh, fight you've had with your wife where you have a fight and you go to bed angry and you wake up and you pretend it never happened. <laughs> but then it slowly improves. <laughs> I right? think we're somewhere in that, <laughs> or girlfriend, or boyfriend, yes. whatever it is, right? We're somewhere in that continuum. So I guess we're slowly making up, which is great because, you know, getting the new F-150 uh, is... Um, it's very important. It's very important yeah. because it is the most popular truck or has been in the land. Uh, so let's start with the big question, Andre. You said it's very expensive. How much? So this one, uh, with every option, crew cap, four-wheel drive, uh, 79500 Oh. So it's pushing 80K. 80K. Yeah. Wow, that's a lot of money. And let's just refresh our non-Ford fans with kind of the lineup, how it works in the Ford, right? It starts with XL, then it goes to XLT. Lariat. Lariat, King Ranch. Platinum. Platinum, which this is. Well, no, this is limited. Oh, limited. Oh, no, limited. So Ford is offering a lot of different choices, as always. And I've been really, you know, I'm really happy to have towed with this truck yep. because I really wanted to get my hands on it. And I finally did. Save that for later. Let's, let's, okay. We'll, 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 we'll make sure we get to towing, but let's start with first impressions. Um, so my first impression when I saw it pull up was it's hard to tell apart from the 2020 model, right? They've changed the fascia around, but from the outside, it's more, of course, an evolution than a revolution. Yeah. I, I think unless they're next to each other, you would be hard pressed to tell one from the other. So, that's true. And then Ford people would tell you that 97% of the parts involved in this truck are new. And it's really hard to tell, right? At least for me as well. I agree with you, Roman. But, but Ford people will tell you that the door, the creases are different. But I, I think it, the truck has been successful, right? So they can't completely redesign it. You know, they can't just go back to the drawing boards and say, let's make it look like a triangle or something like, you know? So they kind of stay true to what people like, what Ford uh, truck people uh, enjoy. So this is what we have. And it still has that kind of double C-clamp signature lighting, mm -hmm. so that's very similar. And by the way, Andre, you know, if you guys have a truck that you're trying to sell, especially yes. if it's a cool truck like a... Raptor or, you know, a Rebel, power wagon, Rebel, Rebel, Trail Boss. Yeah, or you're interested in buying our long-term Ford F-250, we have a new website uh, called TFL Bids mm -hmm. where you can go and uh, at least till the end of the week, this is the week of Thanksgiving, uh, bid on the F-250 or better yet, uh, you know, we've got a huge community of truck lovers uh, and you can go sell your own truck. And the cool thing about TFL Bids is that it's all trucks all the time, Andre. Yeah. Just, you'll see a Jeep on there, but it's because it's Body a truck. on frame. Body it's body on frame. So yes. we consider things like Suburbans to be trucks. Tahoes. Tahoes to be yeah. trucks. So, you know, anything that's body on frame. But you won't see like a RAV4. No, you won't see a RAV4. <laughs> or a CRV. No, you won't see a CRV. No. Or you won't see... Or a Supra. Or, or, or Corvette. Will you see a no. Supra there? No, no Corvettes. Okay. Anything that's, you know, body on frame truck. So check it out, tflbids.com. Uh, our F-250 with the... Uh, Carly Lift is on there, um, so yeah, it's pretty cool. All right, so first impressions, let's go back to that. We started with style. Uh, it's very similar. I mean, it's, is it any bigger, any smaller than the outgoing model? It's about the same size, right? Well, the wheelbases are almost identical, identical. right? So they still have the two-door model, the extended cab, they call Super Cab, the Super Crew, which is the crew cab. The cab is identical to before. So if you look in the like, uh, hip room, leg room, knee room, head room, those are basically the same as it's been. And for the most part, now, we do have a unique power plant because we do have the hybrid. Yes. But for the most part, the powertrains are also the same. Yeah, so the 3.3, the base engine is still there, although they uh, kind of dis they discontinued the six-speed automatic. 
it's gone, no more. So for 2021 and, and starting now, uh, it's 10 speed only, 10 speed automatic. Um, and then there's still the 2.7 liter EcoBoost, right? That's still there, same power as before. Five liter gets a couple of tunes. They tweaked it a little bit. The Coyote. Yeah, the Coyote is, is tweaked. And it's still here. A lot of people uh, were writing to us, they were afraid the Coyote is going to be discontinued. Yeah, right? you know, Ford is like tripled down on turbochargers. Yes. So it's nice to see a normally aspirated V8 still Yeah, but you know what they did to it? What did they do to Cylinder it? deactivation. Oh. So it can be a four-cylinder or an eight-cylinder engine, similar to kind of like what Chevy used to do. Yeah, and how, how did that work for Chevy? Um, uh, <laughs> there's some reliability issues. <laughs> you know who else does it is Ram. Yeah. Ram Hemis do that too. Yeah, so, uh, you know, it's once again, the more complexity you add, uh, the more chance of breakdown or issues you add. But you got one better MPG on okay. the Coyote than before, and more power, 400 horsepower now, even 400. Okay, so how about the 2.7 and the 3.5 EcoBoost? Uh, they're still there, so the 3.5 um, has been updated a little bit too, 400 horsepower and 500 pound-feet of torque, which is huge, dude, for basic, uh, not basic, but but for a non-hybrid powertrain or non-V8. Paired to the new 10-speed. Yes. And finally, well, there's two more. The diesel is still here. Yeah. Um, I'm not quite sure why. Yeah, I know why. <laughs> it's very expensive and it doesn't get you much. Yeah, so the diesel, the 3 you know liter why? V6. Because Chevy has it and, and Ram has, has it. Yeah. Yes. So that engine is still available. So if you're a fan of diesels, and we'll talk a little bit about this, um, if you're going long way and maybe towing all the time, maybe that's for you. And finally, the hybrid, which is also expensive, right? It's a top-of-the-line engine, uh, which combines the 3.5 EcoBoost uh, with an electric motor, sandwiched between that and the transmission. And if I recall, it's a 1.5 kilowatt-hour battery. Yep. So that's pretty small. Yeah. You know, we've got a BMW i3, which we're testing right now, which we bought. Uh, that's a 2014. I think that's got a 20-kilowatt-hour battery. Uh, you know, yes. and, and think about the i3, how small that is. And how giant of F-150 uh, Yeah, is. and so a 1.5 kilowatt hour battery, uh, how far can you go on battery power alone? I guess that's a good way to measure how much power is in that thing. Well, now we're getting into driving impressions. Yeah. Well, so, so no, I went... No, that, that's, that's not a really driving impression. That's, so here, here's what I did yesterday, right? right? What did you do? So I was preparing for the uh, uh, MPG loops, yeah. right? So I need a trailer. So I went down to our friends at TransWest. Um, they have a horse trailer, Cimarron, that we've been using for eye gauntlets and other tests. And it's 19 miles exactly from our office to their office. You're telling me you drove 19 miles on a 1.5 kilowatt no, hour? Okay. No, I'm not. All right. But when that I would got be amazing. That would be a miracle, Andrea. That would be the Christmas miracle. <laughs> no, no. I drove 19 miles, and then it also gives you on the readout, right, and the gauges. It says how many miles of that were electric, mm -hmm. right? And many, can I guess? Yeah, please. Two. You're a little high. One. One and a half. Okay. <laughs> so that makes I, sense. I drove 19 miles yeah. and one and a half was electric. And the part that was electric is, for example, you accelerate, right? And you go to 60 and you let off the pedal. That's one of the moments where electric comes in. The engine shuts off but you're still maintaining speed on electricity and then you're slowing down, right? The engine shuts off again and you're slowing down once again on electricity alone. Uh, actually, you're gaining electricity because you're using gravity or brakes to actually generate a little bit more extra power. We, we are far from an electric truck. 
Yeah, this is not an all-electric truck. No, no, I mean, we are far, far. <laughs> it's not even a plug-in hybrid, Andre. It's a, it's yes. a mild hybrid. It's a little bit, okay, let me redefine that. So GM had a couple hybrids. That was mild. Right, that was, that was very mild. E-Torque is mild. Mild, th- those were like pepper, <laughs> right? If you like pepper on your, I don't know, chili, that was pepper. And now we're at 1.5 kilo, which is mildly hot, right? It's, it's like, it's a little spicier than pepper, but, but you're nowhere near full on like, like, you know, Scoville burning hot electric. No, but the, the difference really, the way they define mild and full hybrid is in a full hybrid, you can actually move the vehicle on electricity alone. Right. In the e-torque system in RAM, you cannot move it on no, electricity. That's just a 36 watt. That's yeah. A, that's or a, yeah. 48 volt. Yeah, 48 uh, volt. Yeah. Um, the old GM product, or, yeah. once again, you couldn't move right, on electricity. No. But it so, didn't say hybrid in big letters across them. It did. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember one of my friends had a Tahoe hybrid. Yeah, it also said like, hybrid across the Yes, like. uh, 2009, I don't remember exactly what yeah. year it was. And it, it wasn't like in the flood, like a rainstorm. Yeah. And it got into the batteries, I fried everything, and made it useless. Wow. Made so the bricked whole, it. bricked the whole vehicle. Wow. Well, there yeah. you go. Let's, let's, let's be very careful when fording large <laughs> so, tracks of water with your F-150 hybrid. I didn't say that. I just said what happened to the I'm, old I'm just Tahoe. saying, that, 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 be very, very careful. Anyway, I, you know, it's electricity and water oftentimes don't mix. So basically, it's, just, it's a mild hybrid. You can't plug it in. You can't charge it. It just... It's and it just, doesn't go very far. And it doesn't go very far. But it does add uh, horsepower. So it's the, and most torque. Po- it's the most powerful F-150 ever, right? Yes. What's, what's the horsepower and torque? 430 horsepower, 570, 570 pound-feet of torque, which is more torque than the Raptor. Yeah. It's more torque than the old Titan diesel engine, yeah. uh, V8. It's, it's really, really torquey. Now, the other thing it does, let's talk about this, is there's an optional, like, uh, uh, power takeoff, and what I mean by power takeoff, I don't mean the traditional like you know, where, <laughs> like where running you, a dump truck, where, where you can go run, a, <laughs> run like an auger with it. <laughs> but it has in the back, it has uh, a series of electric plugs yes. that you can use to power things like well, a TV set or a small a, fridge, a small fridge or a maybe, saw. yeah, power power stuff that, that if you wanted to work on the on the back of your bed and you know like cut something yeah. or drill something yeah. and you needed you need you know 120 watts of power you have it but it goes better than that yes it goes up to 7.2 kilowatts because there's also a bigger plug uh 240 amp, uh i'm sorry 240 volt 30 amp so this is basically a plug very similar to like a camper yeah and that there's a the catch right it's not yes. like the kind of plug and I forget the number, but there's a specific number for that, right? That, that you would plug three your, prong or four prong, prong that you yes. would plug your dryer into, which is kind of the plugs that electric cars use to charge mm-hmm. uh, level two charging. It's not that; it's the camper plug. And so, if you do want to charge like an electric car, potentially in the video where Ford introduced it, they were charging the Mach-E. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we are going to do that, Andre, because we we have a generator here, uh, a Honda, mm-hmm. right? Uh, Seven thousand. Uh, what is it, 7,000? Yes. Yeah, that, that we want to uh, use, that we tried to charge the Tesla with. Now we want to try to charge our Tesla with the F-150. But you have to have a converter for that. But 
The cool thing is, um, and thanks to our friends at Five Star, uh, not at Five Star, thanks to our friends at TransWest, right? We'll try that too. It's basically a camper plug, so we can actually plug in a camper and see if we can power what the air conditioning, the little fridge, yeah. a stove maybe, the if heater, it's an induction yeah, yeah, stove. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so we're going to try all that. Yeah, because uh, Ford was kind enough being Thanksgiving to give us the vehicle for two weeks. So we're going we're gonna to do everything possible with it. Right. But here's the thing I'm trying to figure out, Roman. Is this this, this hybrid with this... Uh, by the way, this 7.2 kilowatt is like $790 option. So, it's not bad. So it's not, it's not, it's not bad. You know, that, that Honda generator, I think, cost... Five grand. Five grand. And it's yeah. putting out basically the same amount of power. Yeah. But, but think about it this way. You know, the Honda generator has a little, uh, you know, gas-powered Honda engine. Yes. This has a 3.5-liter twin turbo. <laughs> so and much the, bigger generator. By the way, the Honda doesn't drive itself. <laughs> the Honda, doesn't drive the Honda itself. generator is a stationary thing with wheels, like a wheelbarrow that you roll along. Um, but, but is this, could this um, hybrid pave the way for, like, more and more, like, advanced luxury overlanding? You know, this, this hybrid is what has been available in a lot of different Fords, right? So the Escape has had a hybrid for a long time. Same size battery, 1.5 kilowatt hours. Fusion so think, had a... Yeah, so I think they're taking the technology from that they've already had and putting it in the F-150 and then adding, of course, this ability to actually use the battery to power things like, uh, you know, power tools or... Uh, or fun things. Yeah, or yeah. but, but l l let's be real. If you wanted to charge, let's say, our Tesla, we have a Model Y, which has a, like a 75 kilowatt hour battery, right? Off of the Ford, you, theoretically, we'll try it. You could do it, but it would take like days. Or many hours. Or, well, uh, it probably, least. it could take, depending on how much, you know, how much power it's actually putting out, right, sustained, it could take anywhere from, on, on the low side, 13 hours, 14 hours to go from nothing to full. Or more, yeah. To like two days. So we yeah. don't know, but we'll find out. I'm, I'm curious. But, but what I'm talking about, you know, everybody, overlanding is hot, right? You, you put a tent on the back of the truck, right? You put your little fridge and freezer in there. And so are you saying this is ideal for that? Well, I'm saying um, instead of bringing in a generator, right, additionally, your truck will, will support that. It's built in. You're not losing any space. So when you're at the campground, you, you don't have the generator running, you've got right. the truck running. So you can Which is not you, great you can, either. You can annoy your neighbors either way. Well, yeah, either way. But but the Ford engine. And if you is plug a TV into quiet. it and watch a football game, you can really annoy them. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So. All right. Uh, uh, so anything else in the bed we should talk about? The, that that lift, uh, the, the the tailgate, right? The tailgate is, is kind of updated. interesting. It's yeah. it's actually powered in ours, and so you can open it like one of three ways, right? You can push the button on the tailgate. Yes. You can push the button. On the on the key fob on the key fob and there's a button on the dash and there's a button on the dash and you can it also power closes so you can use your knee like push it up halfway yeah. closes push it can, with the knee or push or the, the button yeah. and the Tommy has done this video it's over at TFL Truck so if you want to see this in action head on over to TFL Truck uh, anything else in, in the bed we should discuss. Well, it's the standard bed. By the way, it's still aluminum, right? The bed is aluminum, the cab is aluminum, and front, front end, the hood uh, portion. So Ford is keeping with this aluminum theme to try to keep the truck as light as possible. But this bad boy, the limited truck we have, weighs, guess how much? With well, the batteries. Just by itself, big. just by itself. Uh, GVWR or just... No, 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 just no, just curb weight. Like 5,000? 6,000. 6,000? Yes. Wow. So than I thought. it's, well, it's not as heavy as a TRX, mm -hmm. uh, but it's just about as heavy as a Raptor would be. Mm. 
So it's about the same weight as a Raptor, so which is which is heavy. All those gizmos and gadgets add up to they, a lot they, of weight. They add they add a lot of weight. All right, well let's move into the interior. There are some pretty cool features. I think the one that's getting the most um, notoriety or the one that's getting the most buzz is of course the lie flat seat, right? So you can. Um, push the little button and the thing will completely turn into a seat. It's cool because it not only does the seat back go down, but the seat bottom actually comes up. So it's like a bed, like a level surface. Yeah, because if yeah. you think about it, if you just fold the seat back down, you're kind of in a V, right? Mm. But if you raise the seat up, then you've got actually a flat bed. So you can actually sleep in your F-150 when your wife tosses you out of <laughs> the house for having an argument because you didn't take your shoes off. Or because you spent 80 grand on a truck. <laughs> exactly, on <yeah>, a truck. <laughs> so you can go sleep in it. You'll be like, honey, I'm good, man. <laughs> and you've got this huge screen now, right? The 12-inch screen. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. then I suppose it's... you could play games on it if you could somehow. Or you could plug in your television once again. It could be a house. I mean, it's literally, it doesn't have a restroom. No. No toilet. But, but I haven't tested the seat yet. I haven't laid down. I haven't slept yet. Okay. The other thing so. you could do is you could, you could put like a little squatty potty thing on the, <laughs> on, on the hitch, right? The little, like little toilet seat. Yeah, All little right. toilet seat in the hitch. The other, yes. the other uh, buzzworthy thing to talk about is, of course, the shifter. Tell us what that does. So the shifter is in the center console, um, especially in the truck we have, and you push a little button and the whole shifter just retracts into the console. So it becomes kind of a flat area. And then the center console cushion flops open so you have like a table, basically. So the good uh, news there is table. you've got this little table that you could put a laptop on or you could... Your sandwich or whatever. Yeah, but you lose, you still have room like for the center console to put stuff into. Did you lose that like cubby in the middle there? Well, right, you would have to move your laptop again to get to the cubby. So there's That's a cool. cubby as well, there's both. Well, there's a cubby below all okay. of that, but okay. once you flap it open in a, into a table, all you have is kind of the rear cup holders that are kind of by the back seat there. Um, but I also wouldn't recommend eating in this truck. It's too nice? It's, it's too nice. Yeah, they've done a really good job. The leather is nice, all the materials. You know, still. Ram came out and really kind of reset the bar when it comes to interiors of pickup trucks. And, you know, they actually uh, styled them and they went from kind of, you know, work, working uh, truck to working chic truck. Mm -hmm. uh, and so now this is, more, this is more Navigator than it is F-150, wouldn't you say? Yeah, especially this limited edition. They have quilted leather and it's soft. It's very comfortable. Does it, does it have massaging seats? Yes, you? it does. Get, get out. <laughs> so heated, cooled, not uh, vented, cooled, right? Because Ford cools theirs. Right? There's a difference. Some, so most seats are vented, which just means that there's a little like fan that blows air through them. Yes. Uh, but Ford does air conditioning, so they actually use the air conditioner to blow cold air through the seat. And it turns into a bed, so you have a you're massaging bed. You have a massaging, heated, and cooled <laughs> lie-flat bed. Yes. Damn, I don't know. It might be worth getting an argument, Andre. <laughs> it might be. Oh, honey, if you force me to, I'll go outside. <laughs> yes, I'll, I'll be in my truck. Thank I'll be you. in my truck. Send the thank, dog in. <laughs> thank you very much. Anything else that, that, that stuck out when you were driving it in your mind in the interior? So, uh, first, so also on this limited model, the whole gauge cluster is a digital. Of course, cluster. everything so, is digital. So, so there is no analog um, tachometer or speedometer. That's all digital, and the resolution is pretty spectacular. Yeah, I noticed that when you like change the drive modes, it does this cool animation yeah. where like the truck will pull up on dirt and do like a burnout. <laughs> or when you're or it's towing a trailer, right? Yeah, or when you're tr yeah, yeah when you're towing yeah. trailer in GM. <laughs> 
they don't like saying towing, trailering, yeah, yeah. then it'll actually show, or if you're in the snow, it shows it driving through snow. Yeah, so it's got cool animation, um, and the resolution on the main screen, it's quite large. It's more landscape, so it's a little bit more horizontal. It's, it's not a vertical screen. Yeah, it's very similar so, to like a Tesla screen that's turned horizontally. Yeah, yeah but it, and it's really high resolution, and, and there's how, a, how about a lot sync? of things what, you can... What version of sync? It's four now. Ooh. So Sync 4, it's the latest system. Uh, owner's manual is digital, mm. by the way. Kind of like similar and, to a Tesla. Yeah. Old news. <laughs> you, know, you know what's cool, though? You can, you can. Sorry, I don't mean to be so, no, so, so snarky. But let's face it, the digital owner's manual has been there, done that, right? What's cool is you can like uh, take a portion of the screen and use it for different things, right? So yeah. you can have like part of it have your radio stations and then part of it have navigation because you've got so much real estate to play yeah. with. Yeah, it can subdivide it, absolutely right. Um, you can also monitor what's going on. You know how when the Prius came out, it was actually power flow, it was showing you, you know, the direction, but whether the battery is powering your vehicle or the engine or the charging, so it's got that power flow meter. Yeah. So it kind of tells you what's happening. Although I'm a little bit upset, it doesn't tell you how full the battery is. You know, it shows the batteries there, but it doesn't say it's like half charged. Does it, does it, does it like reward you? I remember the Ford Focus. Oh, like leaves would yeah, start growing. Yeah, or the, the hybrids had these little leaves that would start growing. Does it do that? Um, it doesn't, nothing grows in it, but um, it has a brake coach. Um, so um, you can set this setting. So if you do, if you go gentle on the brakes, yeah. it gives you like a high score, like a hundred percent score. But if you slam on your brakes, it gives you like I don't know, ten percent. It's just kind of, kind of a bad score because what they want is like you want to recoup all the energy, basically, right? So, Slowing down. You know, they could do the opposite of that. Instead of like having leaves, you know, that grow, they could like have a forest and not as many trees die when, you, <laughs> when you're going all electric. Right. So, just an inside joke. Well, leave your maybe comments, the, leave your political comments at home. We don't do politics. Right. But they can update it. Software updates over the air. Oh, like a right? Tesla. So if they want to add a tree, uh -huh. they can add a tree. All right. How about uh, the, the app? Is there an app? There is still a Ford app. Okay, Ford what, does a Ford, what does the Ford app do? What, what can you do with the Ford app now? Because um, some of the apps, you can do very basic things, like it'll tell you where the vehicle is, it'll let you like honk the horn if you're like trying to find it. Uh, it may unlock it or lock it, but what mm -hmm. does, does Ford go beyond that? It, they do, and they just uh, upgraded their app too. Okay. So it does all that, it tells you where the vehicle is. It used to also be able, you used to be able to uh, start and stop it, mm -hmm. right? Start the engine, right. stop, uh, stop the engine, check um, tire pressures. Okay. And that's important for a truck, right? If you're about to tow something heavy, you need to know exactly your tire pressures and all that stuff. But now, for example, our Ford F-250, uh, it also has uh, like service reminders. A recall. It told me uh, the there was a recall. recall yeah. yeah. It told me there was a recall on the camera system on the Super Duty. Um, and it kind of lets you also organize the appointment with the dealer. What else does it do? Um, it shows you your fuel levels, you know, kind of basic stuff, right? Uh, but it's cool. I like it. For example, our Chevy doesn't do that. No. I tried the Chevrolet app, and it, it has none of that almost. Yeah, I think Tesla's still the gold standard there. You know, the Tesla app does... Well, pretty much everything. I mean, the best thing the app does, it basically works as a key. So does the Ford uh, make your phone a key? Well, you can unlock it. Unlock it. Well, but not, like, you mean coming up to the vehicle? Yeah, so with the Tesla, as long as you've got your phone enabled, 
you can actually just grab a hold of the handle, get in the vehicle, and start it and drive away. And then when you walk away, you close it, it locks itself and turns itself I off. think that's coming, uh -huh. but it's not here yet. That's my favorite feature yeah. of the Tesla. That's a good, you know, Ford's going to copy stuff. Do you know how, like, secure that is? Can somebody, like... Uh, apparently, it, it, there's it, a story this week that the Model X can be hacked in, like, 22 seconds. Like that. <laughs> so, so, with convenience comes, oh. comes the theft, unfortunately. Uh, and that's probably why a lot of the manufacturers don't do that. Well, you know, the regular key? Yeah. So, what this Ford does, it kind of, like, anticipates you coming up to but it. But the regular right? key could be hacked, too. Yes. And the phone can be hacked, that regular key. What, what's happening is the key is basically sending a signal about every second, right? Yeah. And it's, if the sensor... It can be and cloned. Yeah, it can be, that signal can be captured, cloned, uh, um, broken, decrypted, etc. But when you come up to this Ford, before you actually, actually touch the door handle, the steps fold out. So it knows you're there, obviously, right? So yeah. it just kind of you know, welcomes, wel you. welcomes you with a little running board. And you can, you can turn those steps... For all of you who are thinking about buying one, these are you know the kind of questions we always get that we never think about. But you can actually turn that off. So if you're going off road with it, you don't want those you know deployable steps uh, coming out when you're like you know teetering on a cliff somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> and I actually turned them off because I got tired of them unfolding. Yeah, it's a kind of by, a pain by my by themselves. Yeah, and so you, can, you that's completely um, adjustable. Yeah, that's adjustable. Actually, actually, a lot of the things are adjustable. Um, and they redesigned it, like the door cards, uh, where you know where you put your uh, elbows. All the buttons are new, so if you're controlling your mirrors, you know the mirror adjustment buttons are a little bit redesigned. But you know what? It it if you're used to the Ford, if you jump into this, it takes you a little while. It took me a few minutes to you know realize where the new buttons are. Okay. So you know how sometimes you just jump into a vehicle, you, re you remember where everything is. Well, I jumped in this new Ford and I had to recalibrate my brain. So the menu is on the right of the steering wheel, the uh, cruise control is on the left. It sounds, Andre, like um, there's redundant buttons for everything, which is nice, because like in a Tesla, and I keep, I'm sorry if, if you're sick of hearing that word, but, uh, you know, let's face it, Tesla is setting the bar, yeah. and a lot of the manufacturers are going not only in terms of their design, in terms of their uh, technology, in terms of their st sales strategy, they're following Tesla, so that's why we keep mentioning them. Um, but the Tesla has no hard buttons for the most part, but this has hard buttons for everything. So if you wanted to, like, let's say, turn on your heated seat, there's a hard button, I think. Yeah, and also, remember, uh, Ford didn't used to have hard buttons for the heated steering wheel. Yeah, it, now it, they it, do. Was, it was hard to find. It yeah, was now in, they do, because it used to dig into the system, right. but now that's all gone. There's an actual button that says heated steering wheel. You actually push it, and it actually turns on. Um, so, and also the climate controls are all uh, knobs, you know, knobs right. and buttons. So let's talk about safety because that's very important. Uh, so obviously, you know, we've got a plethora of airbags, I take it? Yeah, it's all, it's all there and it's not crash-tested yet yeah. by IHS. How about so, blindside monitoring? Dude, all that stuff. So this truck Autonomous has... braking? Yes. Yes, adaptive cruise. Adaptive yes. cruise. Lane keep. Lane yes. keep. Yes. Okay. So here's the thing. How are the lights at night? You drove it at night. Yeah, the LEDs are pretty amazing. Oh, they're good. Okay. Yeah, the new LEDs. You know what usually happens with trucks? The high-end trucks get LEDs. The base trucks, the work trucks, get incandescent bulbs. And they're crap. And they're usually crap. And the LEDs are usually awesome. I haven't driven the new basic headlights yet no excels. so so we, we don't know exactly what it is but dude so we have to talk about safety because i turned on adaptive cruise last yep. night and this morning and i turned on lane keep 
Adaptive cruise I really liked. It works kind of the same way. It's been like keep, keeps you like a certain distance from the car in front of you. Yeah, and it actually gives you in this digital display uh, like a little icon where you know kind of, kind of sees the car in front of you and you can change the distance, following distance, all that stuff. And it's pretty smooth. It decelerates and accelerates pretty well. And then I turned Lane Keep, which is supposed to be the next generation of the system, right? And it's not supposed to like bounce line to line, right? Yeah, there's that where you like you're going between the. the uh, yep. It's it's supposed to like center you, like it's supposed to be. Um, it didn't ping pong, but it was constantly adjusting the steering. So when it's a hands-on system, right? You cannot let go, right. otherwise it will yell at you and and tell you to put, to put your hands on the steering wheel. But I could feel it like always adjusting, and it was kind of it was kind of weird. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't like it. All right, so uh, here's my biggest question. Now that we've gotten um, kind of deep into it, uh, how quick is it? It feels like it would be very quick. So we we, we don't have a zero to sixty yet. Yeah. We'll do. We're doing that next week. Yeah, we're doing right. that on the track, and you know we should probably do some drag racing. But let's save that later. Um, but dude, seat of the pants. I think it's probably as quick as the Raptor. Wow. I mean, it, it's that quick. And the, it should be because look, it's got more torque and smaller wheels. Yes. And tires, right? Well, this, the these are, are, are 22s, actually, on the slip. But, but you're rolling on 35s with the Raptor. That's, that's a big wheel to turn. Yeah, so I don't know which wheel is lighter, uh, whatever, but it feels really fast. What's the ratio on this guy? 373. So, so right now, uh, the Raptor has a 410. Um, right now, the hybrids are only available, as far as I know, the early ones, only with 373s. All right, so let's get to the question that people have been dying about, I think. What's the toll rating on ours? So that's a kind our, of a our interesting tester. question. Yeah. So our tester, and I, I actually emailed Ford about this. Okay. I uh, specifically asked, because usually, so the base hybrid, base model, uh, 2021, is rated at 12.7. So twelve thousand seven hundred—that's a lot, dude. That's a that's a high rating for. Once a again, ton. you know, I, I think you get to a number where you really want a heavy-duty truck. I'm just saying, at some yeah. point, I think I'm comfortable to about ten thousand pounds on a on a full size. But after that, you know, it's not it's not about being able to pull it and stop it. It's about being able to do it comfortably and not feeling stressed. And I get really stressed because you can feel at ten k, you can feel that weight the like wagging the dog. Around, yeah. yeah. So. Ours is a limited. It's got 22-inch wheels. They told me, Ford guys told me that the wheels don't, themselves don't limit the towing numbers. But because of all the options, the towing rating is lower. Yeah, a lot of, and you lose payload. Yeah, because you lose payload. Our payload truck, on the, on the uh, 1,300 pounds. So it's not it's awful, okay. but it's not great. Uh, because of all the options, the panoramic sunroof, all the seats, everything else it has. Um, so it's about just over 11,000, which is still a heck of a lot, dude. That's, that's a lot of towing. Um, but at 11,000 pounds, if, it's, if, if the tongue weight is 10%, that's 1,100 pounds, right? You're, and two drivers, you're done. That's it. No, you, can, you, couldn't, two, you I mean, couldn't even have two people. Driver and a passenger. Yeah. 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 So uh, yeah. Yeah, there, I, you have, there you have it. And then, of course, the last thing that people want to know about is, you know, the reason you buy a hybrid is fuel economy. What's the fuel economy on the one we have? So EPA rating is 24 city, 24 highway, 24 combined. Okay. Um, I think, and I believe it. So on the on the highway, uh, I we got today. By the way, Mr. Truck was with me. Yeah. Yeah, well, Mr. I'll tell you what we did. Yeah. We, we'll have, you'll have to wait for the video, but so we have also at the same time. 
a new Gladiator diesel. Uh, and this is cool, right? Because a Gladiator diesel is also rated at 24. Combined. Combined. Correct. So is the hybrid. So we thought to ourselves, two trucks, 24,000, 24 MPG, why don't we get 6,000 pounds, hook them up uh, first to the Gladiator and then uh, to the F-150, mm -hmm. uh, and then run them together. And so one, of course, is not towing, and then one is towing, and then you switch the load and vice versa, and then you get a result to find out which one is more fuel efficient towing and which one is more fuel efficient not towing, mm -hmm. given that they're both supposed to get 24 combined. Mm -hmm. And we're not going to give you, we're not going to tell you what happened. The results were interesting, to uh, say the least. Yeah, they were surprising. But you'll have to watch the video. We're going to make you go and watch the video uh, because uh, Andre put in a lot of work. But Andre, you spent, what, how many miles did you put on the truck over the last 24 hours? Over uh, 150? Oh, oh, 150, yes. Yeah. So, so what was your takeaway? So, first of all, the ride, yeah, comfortable. Good. So the, the F-150 was not a bad riding truck no. to begin with. The F-150 has always been, uh, the chassis is really solid, steel frame, all that stuff is there. But dude, I think they improved it. And I, even with 22s, um, so what the engineers were telling me, you know, when we had an engineering interview a couple, uh, actually on this channel, um, TFL Talk or TFL Talking Trucks, um, Craig Schmatz, uh, the engineer, said that they increased the, rub, the, the diameter of the tire a little bit. So even though if you have a 22-inch wheel, you still have a little bit more sidewall of the tire, and then they retuned the suspension, they did all this stuff. Dude, it's, it's a pretty nicely riding truck. All right, let's break that down. So comfortable ride. Comfortable ride. How about steering? How does that feel? Steering it is the like weirdest. No, no. No, no. It's not. Actually, it It's feels, electric. It's electric because it, it will steer itself right, eventually. Yeah, yeah. Right. So you got to also understand that next year. Well, what, it's electric what, and steer by wire. Yes. Well, no, I don't know. No, I don't think it's steered by you, wire, you, but it's electrically assisted. Okay. So there, there is a connection between the steering wheel. I, I think so uh, because for safety, I think yeah. they're still not at that point Quite where working. where you cannot, you can fully disconnect the steering wheel from, from the, the tires. Steering rack, yeah. But... Um, next year, they want, what they want to do is they want the truck to be able to drive itself on certain highways. So obviously the steering is electrically assisted and, and it will it'll park itself too. But in the tight parking maneuvers, when I was parking the trailer and driving around the office, around the office, it feels kind of artificial a little bit. It feels almost like a video game. You're driving a video game. Um, like a Gran Turismo or something. How about braking? But on the highway, it, the steering felt good, just fine. Braking feels good, normal. Right, because you've got region going on, that's why I'm asking. Yeah, yeah, so the few journalists out there were saying that the brakes feel weird or they're a little bit touchy or they're not touchy. I didn't feel that today. I, I felt pretty normal. So obviously, you know, we've got five main full-size trucks. Uh, and Ford uh, likes to pride themselves on being the most popular vehicle in America. Did they do enough, Andre, to keep it uh, not only in the running, but to keep it the leader in, in, in what Ford would say is you know, their playground? I'm not saying we say I, that. I'm just saying that's what Ford says, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I think this, so if you compare, my only experience is with, with this limited truck, right? Yeah. So if you compare, if so, you take a Ram Limited, right, if you take a high country Chevrolet, if you take the Titan premium reserve, you know, reserve, and, and, a, and, and the, the Tundra, Tundra, the Tundra, you know, 1794, I think Ford stepped up the game. I, I think 
because it's it's not just one thing, right? It's how the interior feels, it's the capability of the truck, it's the driving dynamics, it's the technology. And I felt like they kind of honed all of their things. They didn't rest anywhere, it felt like, you know? They're they competitive. Updated. Yeah, very competitive. So, so I think, um, and I'll, I want to know what you think. You're going to be driving it this week. I haven't driven it. I've just sat in it. You know, you, yeah. you, you, we took it out and we immediately started testing it and there was no reason for me to drive it. So <laughs> but I'm now be, you will. I will drive so, it. Yeah, I'll drive it home so, for Thanksgiving. And, so and, I, I think they really stepped it up and um, really the interior feels much better. The quality and also where all the buttons are. It took me a few, like I said, it took me a few seconds to understand where all the buttons were because they're a little bit so, different. So, is there anything you don't like? What What would be your like? Your you know, you're making a list and you got your pros and your cons. Sure. So, what are the cons? Price. Uh, I'm going to tell you that right now. You don't. I don't even have to step into it. But Eighty thousand dollars. Yeah. Wow. Eighty grand for a pickup truck. I, I think it's the most. I don't think you can get a Ram fifteen hundred for eighty or up to eighty. Or a or, Chevy, or, or a Silvano, GMC, or, GMC, or, or no. any of those. Not, not in the full size, at least. So price is really steep. Also, the price went up uh, model for model. So if you're looking at like a Lariat, it's the also price more went expensive. up. Okay. Yeah. King if you're Ranch looking, more expensive. King Ranch more expensive. Excel is a little bit more expensive, not much. Um, the steering I didn't like. Also, the turning radius. Pretty big. Felt yeah. big, big because of the steering. Now, I haven't driven it, uh, you know, and I'm impressed by all the technology in there. When I see that much tech, obviously the thing you worry about is what's it going to be like 10 years, you know, like, like that, that, that um, electrically controllable shift <laughs> lever that when you push the button it goes, right, reclines. That's a motor that's doing that. At some point that motor's going to fail. Yeah. And it's not going to... And you know what else is going to happen in my truck? I'm going to be eating french fries. Yeah, and, and the french, french fries. Fry. <laughs> the french fry is going to be in there. Yes. Yeah. Or, uh, or, or worse yet, a ketchup packet. <laughs> <laughs> so, so... Have you done but, the ketchup packet test board? But we don't know, dude. We don't know what's going to happen in 10 years. So, of, so of course, let's, take, let's take that of aside. Of course... The one thing that, that, that I would have loved to seen is I think the styling is too conservative. And I know you said that uh, you know, they're not trying to make it too different because it's very successful. Uh, like I say, to me, I would have liked to seen a little bit more differentiation between the model years. I, I agree. And also, I think they're listening to all the feedback. Yeah. And I think, I hope that the next Raptor is very different. Because if the next Raptor is about the same as the current Raptor, you know, the That's a whole different podcast. Yes, but, but but you see what I'm saying. I mean, it, yeah. it feels like they've taken that nose of that truck, and they've they've kind of played with the elements in like 15 different ways, but they haven't done anything dramatic or different. Like you know, when Ram went to that big semi look, right? When, when, when or the they, new Chevy Trail Boss, or right? the new Chevy Trail Boss, yeah, whether you boom. love it or hate it, you know, like a fist in the wind, right? It, it definitely doesn't look like the previous model. Uh, this one, you know, like I say, they they took you know that 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 barn. Took the chrome and they took the C clamp and they kind of played around with it a little bit and now you've got you know just another bar C clamp and uh, chrome in a different place. Yeah, I'm not saying it's ugly. I'm just saying it's like it's like rearranging the the chairs on the on a ship that's not sinking, but that's 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 still going. That's still going, yeah, (laughs) because it's going very well. Uh, So maybe that's why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. I but I I, I do love the interior. I love the fact that you know it feels premium. Like I say, it's more of a Lincoln now than a Ford. 
Definitely, and like that seat looks like it came right out of like the Navigator. Yeah, right. It's very, it, it was the way that the way that like the back bolster also moves yeah, over your shoulders. I'm, I'm not sure if you've got what I think the Navigator's got like 38 different ways. You can, probably not that many, but nevertheless, right. more than I could ever use. Um, I do like the, the the new infotainment Sync 4, much yeah. easier to use. I do like the, the the way that the graphics appear on the screen. Uh, it's funny they're kind of mimicking the old style, but they're doing it digitally, right? Where you've got the four little uh, like the temperature gauge, the fuel gauge, the turbo Trans gauge, transmission gauge, page, yeah. right? Yeah, but they're doing it digitally, so that's that's kind of cool. Uh, you know, I think room is incredible. You, you couldn't, you'd be hard pressed to find anything with more room. Yeah, the same the same space. How about, how about the chassis and the suspension? Uh, the suspension is imp I, I I think it rides better, and it actually didn't squat too much, um, and I think they paid attention to it in the towing mode. Um, you know how in off-road mode they give you the inclinometer? Yes. They now give you that in towing modes, so you can see how much you're squatting or not oh, squatting, that's great. which is really cool, actually. I mean, does it's, it's does very simple. Does it still have a little backup assist knob? Yeah, it does. Okay. But you still have to use stickers. Uh, stickers. And dude, you know on the RAM feature uh, where, where it, it tells you... See, yeah, the length of the trailer? It does not do that. That's a really that's one of my favorite features. Like with but, the RAM, you take a, you jig it one way or jig it the other yeah. way, and the thing says, you've got a 30-foot trailer. And you're like, cool. This one asked me how long my trailer was. Oh, so, so I actually typed it in. Okay. Hmm. <laughs> so it's not, it's not a make or break thing. <laughs> no, but and the mirrors, I think, are better. The standard mirrors, um, they're a little bit longer, a little bit more reach. Um, that's cool. I think uh, overall, I found myself when I was in this truck, 150 miles, right, in about a day. Uh, once in a while, I was like, uh, it was. It felt like overwhelming, right? Too much. So I was looking how to turn off the uh, power steps. I had to go through a couple menus to find it. Um, just some of it felt a little bit overwhelming at first. The, the other so. thing that, that is carried over and I don't like is the exhaust note. I mean, it, that, that EcoBoost. Uh, V6 is just not a good sound and you know I don't know if it's because of the way that they do the exhaust or because of the you know configuration I guess you can make a V6 sound good there are some like Alfa Romeos that do it uh, Infinity but, does it with yeah, their cars yeah but um, the, the EcoBoost has never been a great I mean that's why they pipe in basically a V8 sound into the cabin uh, so that hasn't changed but you know overall uh, gosh you know, if, if Lincoln built a truck, this would be it. And they did build a truck at one point, but, you know. <laughs> the LT. Yeah. And, or and the Blackwood. Yeah, and I'm really curious to see what comes of the more, like, XL models. You know, hopefully we can get our hands on one of those. Yeah, because we, yeah, it's, it's fine to review an $80,000 truck, but we want to review $40,000 trucks, right, and $50,000 yeah, trucks. Yeah, or $35,000 trucks. And, and, and cheaper, yeah. And so, but I, I want to echo your point um, as we're winding down here. Um, I think at some point, I remember when the Chevy redesigned the Silverado, right? They said they wanted to skip a generation, right? Yeah. They wanted to design a truck that kind of looks futuristic. And it was kind of controversial, right? Some people said, whoa, what Especially are you doing? Especially the HD version. Oh my gosh, that's really controversial. But I think when you do that and you create controversy, it's actually good. But if it looks kind of eh, you know, it's kind of like medium, it's, it's kind of fine, Well, you know, that's you know, not for, good. You know, for a while there, guys, and you should know this, Ford, because you were part of this, right? I mean, you know, every year, like, you know, the, the, the tri, the, those tri five Chevys, right? 50, I think it's 56, 57, 58, right? Every year, right, you had there was an update. a completely different vehicle. <laughs> now we're looking at, you know, trucks didn't change for 10 years. Now they're changing more often, but the changes are incremental. 
right? So, so, so there's, you know, there's slow steps forward. They're not like, wow, that's a different truck. Anyway, I think um, that should be enough for now. We've got a lot more testing to do. Like I said, we've got this truck for another week, so uh, stay tuned. As soon as we can edit that towing test with the Gladiator, you'll find out which one's more fuel-efficient yeah. towing. Which It'll be on truck. Yeah, and I know it's full-size versus mid-size, but still, it's cool, because the Gladiator diesel is new. Uh, and then, of course, we're going to do some drag racing with it. Uh, you'll be surprised what we drag race with Perf it. Performance testing. Performance testing, yeah. zero to 60 testing. Uh, then we'll try the charging. And then, yeah. Andre, are you going to Ike it? Heck yeah. There you go. How can, we, how can we not Ike the new Ford? Yeah, we'll Ike the new Ford. Yeah. So there's a lot coming. Uh, and remember, if you're looking to sell or buy our truck, check out tflbids.com. I'm super excited. Uh, our man Grant uh, and Michael, uh, who worked with our partner, uh, who's our partner on this site, uh, did a lot of hard work. So we'd love to get you over there and uh, checking out. Uh, you know, We think we've got a great truck community. Uh, we think it's very supportive and very kind of um, uh, inclusive. Yeah. Right? Right, we, we 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 try not to. So we we try, we, we try not to like divide ourselves into like Ford, Chevy, and Ram, and although we're accused of that all the, all the time, time, but we do, yes. we try not to do that. And and also like we don't have a lot of comments on the podcast. Yeah, but we read all every comment. We read every comment either on podcast, on our YouTube channels, on our websites. We read all of your feedback. You email us every day. So thank you for so, doing that. So, you know, the whole point, uh, before, like I say, we close, the whole point with TFL Bids, right, is a home for truck guys and gals that isn't cutthroat, right? We're not, we're not, we're trying to create a site. Like, like I do a lot of motorcycle stuff we, just from TFL Bike. If you go on Craigslist and you buy a motorcycle, uh, the guy usually, or gal who's selling it is always like, hey, this is what's wrong with it. This is what's right with it. You know, this is, this is what I've done to it. And it's like, they're part of a community and they're happy that you're, you're, you know, with cars and trucks, like on Craigslist, it's like... Good it, luck. Good luck, yeah. yeah. I, mean, I mean, you know, if the engine falls out after you buy it, it's, it's, you're on your own. Yeah. Right? I, we just, uh, Tommy was looking at an old, don't ask me why, uh, an old uh, mock Mustang II with a four-cylinder. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah I know. It's, I, okay. We're not, yeah, I don't, he, wanted, he thought it would be a good video series. I thought it was horrible. And the guy was really nice, but he was like, yeah, no rust. We get there, and there's rust everywhere. <laughs> Right, and so we're trying to form this site where people are honest and and like. And hey. you could see it. And you can it's see it. Video, yeah, we got, we got, yes. images. There's video. And that's what we do. There's yeah. tons of images. So hopefully, uh, you know, it's a home for truck guys and truck gals, and like I say, all trucks all the time. All right, guys, uh, thanks for watching. Remember, check out tfltruck.com, where Andre is always busy posting the latest news. It takes us a little bit of time to do a video or even a podcast, but he's on top of stuff over at TFL Truck. Yeah, thank you, guys. As always, see you next time. Ciao. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.